Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with Peggy Hoyt. Our goal is to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. For more information about creating a legacy for your pet or to listen to archive shows, visit AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Join your host, author, estate planning attorney, and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt & Bryan, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of getting a pet trust for their loved pet. We also provide trustee services. You can find out more about Animal Care Trust at act4pets, A-C-T, the number 4pets.org. Welcome to our show, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Katherine Ellison, and she is the founder and CEO of Bright Planet Pet. Welcome to the show, Katherine. Hi, Peggy. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. Um, I love to talk to people who are doing new and exciting things with um, pet products, and you are. So um, tell us about Bright Planet and how you got started. Sure. Well, at Bright Planet Pet, we make 100% plant-based dog treats that taste and smell like real meat. So think of Impossible Burgers or Beyond Chicken, but formulated especially for your dogs. That's what we do. And everything at Bright Planet is all about sustainability. So we're very conscious of the impact our what our pets are eating has on the environment, as well as packaging, you know, carbon emissions, land use. All of those things we take into consideration when we design our products. And we also have a charitable give back where we donate 1% to plant trees in areas of deforestation around the world. I love that. And I love that you have reported that you've planted more than 29,000 trees. Yes. And at the end of Q2, we will have new numbers as well. So that's just coming up shortly. So yeah, every quarter we report how many trees we've planted. And I think this year um, combined year to date or since this company started at the end of this year, we will have planted at least 60,000 trees. Very, very admirable. As I, as I mentioned to you in the pre-show, um, I'm a big tree fan. So not only do I love dogs, cats, horses, um, and my clients, I also love trees. So yeah, so do we, we love the, the natural environment and, and helping to preserve um, you know, the beauty of the planet for the health of the planet, as well as just for everyone to experience it and, and enjoy it. I love that. Um, I, I planted 85 trees so far at my farm up in Virginia. And um, a lot of people are, you know, they drive down my road and they're like, wow, who did all this? And I, I can't wait for a hundred years to go by and people to be able to drive down that road and go, gosh, I wonder who planted all these trees. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so tell us about you. How did you get involved in Bright Planet? Um, you look to be a young person, so very entrepreneurial. And uh, welcome to the business world. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've actually been in the pet industry for quite some time. Um, I've worked um, in lots of different capacities in the industry. I worked at veterinary clinics for five years. Um, I was pursuing going to vet school for a while. 
Then I was uh, interested in maybe being a practice manager until I decided, you know, hey, I have this business degree that I got and maybe I should try to combine my love of pets with my business background. Um, so I've always loved pets. I, I grew up with cats. And when I was in my mid twenties, I got my first dog and, you know, ever since then, I've just, you know, kept collecting them and they're definitely uh, my children. They mean a lot to me. And, you know, it's kind of a beautiful thing when you can combine what you really love with uh, something that not only makes you money, but can also um, benefit other people and other pets as well. And so after I stopped working at veterinary clinics, I started working um, in sales for um, pet food and treat manufacturers. And while I was there, I learned a lot about, you know, formulations, ingredients, manufacturing, operations, and logistics. And about four years ago, I had this idea that I thought of while I was at a trade show of, you know, why don't we make a plant-based burger for dogs? Because at the time, Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat were just becoming really popular. And if you watch the trends in, in pet food, you know that a lot of the trends come directly from human food, the way that we want to eat, our values around how we choose to eat and how we choose to feed our families, you know, that goes into how we choose to feed our pets. And so I saw an opportunity, you know, to actually create a plant-based treat for dogs that, that tasted just as good, if not better than meat, and most importantly, was much healthier for the environment. And so um, launched our first product um, March of last year. And today we have three flavors. Um, we're in over 600 stores across the US and Canada. And now I have a whole team working for Bright Planet and we're just really excited to introduce our product line and our mission to more pet parents um, in North America. Wow, your reach is really pretty big. So you've done a tremendous job of getting the word out there and getting into all those stores. Yeah, we had pretty early success, I would say, um, because we had um, pet value in Canada, they wanted to take the product line. So that was 400 stores right off the bat. They were our first big customer um, and they've been a great champion of the brand. Um, we also quickly gained um, interest from Petco. And so Petco wanted to do a test. So we completed a test um, in... February and March of this year at 450 Petco's. Um, and that test went well. So we're working um, on a way, we're currently working with Petco about, you know, how do we fit into the store for next year? Because they love the brand, they love the mission. Um, and so with those big, those two large customers really kind of helped us be able to excel into, you know, more independent customers, distribution, and we really have, um, we're anticipating a lot of store growth, uh, even through this year, through the second half of this year, and then into 2023, 20, our goal is to be in 2,500 stores across North America. That, that is a lofty goal, but one I'm sure that you can attain. So that yeah. sounds great. Um, are you with Chewy yet? Yes, we do sell on Chewy. We're new to Chewy. Um, so if anyone is a Chewy fan, you can go on and grab, you know, one, two, three bags. Please leave a review if, if your doggy likes the treats. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a Chewy fan because of the uh, convenience 
um, we have a warehouse um, in our area. And so you can order today and get delivery tomorrow. Wow. That's amazing. We're a little spoiled that way. Um, But it's nice when you have six dogs like I do. So if I, if I don't have time to go to the grocery and I don't buy grocery store pet food, um, it is a great way for me to place my order. And plus I have, you know, the auto ship and everything that makes it nice. So I'll look forward to being able to add your product to my uh, regular shipments. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Yeah. We also sell on Amazon too. So if you're a prime member, you can get it in just a day or two. Uh, we have multi-packs on Amazon um, and things like that. So there's really, you know, there's a lot of way you can, a lot of different ways you can find Bright Planet. Um, we like to give our customers options. If they want to go to their local independent pet store in the Midwest, you know, we're probably there. If they prefer to shop online, we're there. We really have what you call an omni-channel approach. So we want to be where our customers are shopping. And we know that customers you know, we're all, we're all super busy and sometimes you make it to the pet store or sometimes you just can't. And so you know, there's a lot of ways that you can get your hands on our products. That's excellent to know. Well, and you mentioned that you have um, three products currently available and those are your uh, better burger, your better brat and your better barbecue chicken. That's right. Um, they all sound good. And you said that they taste like uh, real meat. So I assume you've tried them. Yes. So we have a lot of humans that enjoy trying our treats. The, the big thing about our treats is that they're very aromatic. And so that is something that attracts the dogs to want to try them. If you actually take out a meat treat to like, say even a, a high value treat, like a freeze-dried liver, and you take out one of our treats, our treat is going to be a lot stinkier. So the dogs are super excited to try it. And we have a number of humans that love to try our treats. You know, when we go to the dog park and we're doing samples, some of the owners just pop them right in, give them a little chew. And um, we often hear, wow, these taste pretty good. Or these taste better than any other treat I've tried. Or, wow, these actually do kind of taste like meat. And so we have had a lot of human taste testers. (laughs) And it's pretty fun to see those reactions. I bet it is. We uh, we just can't... um resist trying our dog's treats yeah and especially our barbecue chicken it has a nice kind of like sweet and tangy barbecue smell um and so a lot of times the humans like to try that one first because it smells kind of the most appealing to our human noses (laughs) that's funny um so tell us about your taste testers at your house who do you have at your house that uh helps you out with your taste testing Yes, we have three chief taste testers. We have June. Uh, she is a 10-year-old half bug, half Boston Terrier. She's also my office manager. Um, she stays in my office with me all day, and she does security as well. Uh, we have a one-and-a-half-year-old half bug, half Boston pug. Her name is Kika. Um, she is a picky, picky, picky girl. She's a very picky eater but she loves the brats. Um, so she gets brats every day when she goes in her kennel because she's too distracting to have with me while I'm working. <laughs> and then we also have Elon. He is our one-year-old pug and he will eat anything, but he uh, prefers the chicken and the, the brat. So those are two smaller treats. So especially for our dogs who are all under 25 pounds, the chicken and the brat are a little bit of a better size for smaller dogs. And then our burger is a little bit bigger. So usually I recommend those for a little bit larger dogs. 
I usually end up splitting up my treats and, uh, you know, just making them smaller or, right. or my dogs would just be hugely fat because they think they should have lots and lots and lots of treats all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Another great thing about our treats is they are, they're low in fat. Um, they're high in fiber and they're low calorie. So, um, their calorie ranges from 10 calories per treat to four calories. So you can really, you know, give them a handful, give them five or six treats, and you're still within that calorie allotment um, of the day. So that's one of the nice things about plant-based is we definitely have a lower calorie content treat. That is good. And um, so you and I are both vegetarians. And uh, so we do our best to um, eat healthy and um, have sustainable ingredients and do all of the good things that help not only ourselves and our health, but our planet as well. Um, talk about this sustainability a little bit more um, for the product and, and some of the statistics that go along with that. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, our big mission at Bright Planet is to help combat climate change by introducing pet parents to plant-based treating. So we are really of the mindset that, you know, you don't have to feed your dog a plant-based diet. There's many people who, you know, aren't comfortable with that, or they don't believe their dog should be eating a full plant-based diet. You know, there are some dogs that thrive on a plant-based diet, maybe because they have allergies or their pet parents are vegan or vegetarian and they want to feed their dog the same. We really think that, you know, just as you feed yourself, how you feed your pet is a very personal decision. So we don't ask our customers, you know, to do anything that they're not comfortable with. And so that's why we made treats because any dog can really benefit and, and see an impact from switching from a meat-based treat to a a plant-based treat. So our treats create up to 90% less carbon emissions and use up to 68% less water than a meat-based treat. So that's compared to, if you look at our better burger, compared to a meat-based burger treat, um, we get those kind of statistics about how much more sustainable our treats are. In addition, you know, our treats are made with all sustainable plant-based ingredients. So they take up less land when they're farmed. Um, they use less energy to be produced. And we also have a charitable side to the organization where we donate a percentage of sales to an organization called the Eden Reforestation Projects. And Eden's mission, they actually have two parts to their mission. Their first is to replant areas of deforestation around the world. And their second is to lift the communities they plant in out of poverty. So they do that by paying living wages and having the local community help with rebuilding the forests. And so that, you know, their mission And their work really speaks to, you know, very similarly to our goals, our mission with Bright Planet. And so it's a nice, it's a nice um, part of our story that we can do that give back and really show that when you buy our treats, there is a direct implication of trees are going to be planted. You see that ticker on our website and every quarter it goes up and up. Um, We also are in the process of reviewing different types of packaging Um, So today, all of our mailing supplies are recyclable, but then next year, our goal is to switch to um, some some sort of recyclable packaging for our bags. I love that idea as well. So um, yeah, so you're keeping your mission consistent with your product packaging, and I think that's a 
that's a tremendous achievement. Um, tell us a little bit about the Pet Sustainability Coalition that you're part of. Yeah, yeah, the Pet Sustainability Coalition is, is kind of um, an organization that vets companies. Um, they have two parts of their organization. They have both a membership and an accreditation. And Bright Planet is both a member and an accredited company. So to become an accredited company, you have to go through um, different modules and report on your sustainability efforts. And so those efforts um, are directly correlated to the UN sustainability goals. So you pick a, um, a number of those and you, you, know, you get a grade and you see if you pass or not. As part of the accreditation, um, you know, this year we were accredited, but the commitment it to be an accredited company through the Pet Sustainability Coalition is that you really commit to every year doing more. So every year improving as much as you can, putting policies into place about the suppliers you want to work with, um, you know, what your requirements are for suppliers, how you deal with waste or product that maybe isn't sellable. And so um, yeah, we were really happy to be able to do that this, this year, to have that accreditation and to be a member. So with the membership um, companies who are members, they also put on you know, virtual meetings and learnings so that we as a company who wants to be, who is sustainable, who wants to be increasingly more sustainable, um, they can help educate us about you know, what can we do that will make an impact and introduce us to packaging suppliers or help us with questions we have around sustainability. So yeah, it's a, re it's a relatively new thing for us, our accreditation, um, but it's just the first step in a number of accreditations we want to receive. Um, we're also right now working on our women-owned business enterprise um, certification. And then we also will be pursuing um, getting the B Corp certification. We'll probably start that process next year. So you do have a lot of things going on for you there. So when I look at your homepage at brightplanetpet.com, I see that you can advertise all of these wonderful things that you're 100% plant-based, first and foremost, which we've been talking about. Um, no corn, soy, wheat, or peas. What's that all about? Talk about that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so our treats are definitely a, a premium treat. So we use all premium ingredients. We don't use any fillers. We don't use any products that, you know, customers want to avoid. So a lot of times um, customers who are looking for premium treats, or maybe they have a dog with an allergy, they want to stay away from corn, soy, and wheat. And then we also chose to not use any peas in our formula. Um, even though peas are a great source of plant-based protein, um, you know, there are concerns still lingering around how do peas affect um, the heart issues that some of our pets were having when they were eating grain-free diets. And so we've chosen not to use peas. Um, although we do use a healthy grain, we use um, brown rice in our formula. So, you know, we like to promote healthy grains are definitely um, something that you should be looking for in your pet's diet. You don't need to feed a grain-free diet to have a healthy pet. Um, we also use no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives in our formula. What are some other um, key ingredients that you can share with us? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, so our base, the base for our treats is made from chickpea flour, brown rice, sweet potato, and yeast. 
And then we add in, you know, healthy fats like coconut oil, we add in tomato pomace, other ingredients to just, um, you know, help bind the treat. And then we use 100% plant derived flavors um, to actually give it a, a nice meaty, savory taste and smell. Um, I always chuckle when I hear people talk about uh, coconut oil um, in anything because I had to switch to coconut oil as a moisturizer for myself because as the owner of six dogs, when I get dressed in the morning, I'm like attacked by my dogs when I'm putting on lotion. Oh, so yeah. I figured like the safest thing I could use would be coconut oil. Yeah. Well, and you know, sometimes after you put your lotion on or your oil on, they like to come lick your legs. Yes. <laughs> that happens to me. And you want to make sure that they're consuming something that's safe for them. So yeah, coconut oil is a great option. Yeah. I'm, I'm dancing around the bathroom every day. Cause I got all these little dogs after me <laughs> much, much like you do. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, all right. We were talking about some of the other features um, as we've discussed um, one, another one is buy a bag, plant a tree, which I, I really admire. Um, I like the woman owned company um, aspect to it too. And, and there is a lot that um, you can benefit from there that, as a small business and part of the small business administration and, and those kinds of things. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you. And then uh, last but not least, made in Minnesota. Um, yay. Yes. So uh, you're in Minnesota and uh, thank you for another made in America product. Yeah. Yeah. We're based in, in Minneapolis and we um, currently our packaging is made in Minnesota and our manufacturing facility is also in Minnesota. So we do like to keep things local. I mean, we like to support the local community, you know, Minnesota jobs, but also from a sustainability aspect, making all of our components locally really helps us cut back on transportation related carbon emissions. So we're not freighting treats all the way from, you know, the West Coast or the East Coast. We keep everything here and then we disseminate everything out, out of Minnesota. Um, we're probably expanding a little bit out to Wisconsin. We love Wisconsin as well. So our new packaging suppliers in Wisconsin, um, we have some potential manufacturers we could work with in Wisconsin, but you know, it's nice being in the Midwest because we do have a lot of agriculture and a lot of pet food and treat manufacturing here. So it's a great place to, to be a pet company. It sounds like it. Um, there are a few other things I wanted to touch on and, um, some of it is you've been winning some awards. Um, so tell us about your Purina Innovation Award. Yeah, so this year we won the Purina Pet Care Innovation Prize. Um, it is a prize every year that is given to five companies. Um, so they select one company from kind of each segment. Um, so we were the food uh, and nutrition segment. Purina looks at reviews um, and companies over a hundred companies applied this year, which is very common. And then they just choose five. Um, it's a cash prize. So we received um, a cash prize from Purina. And then along with that, we also were able to go to a boot camp at Purina, got to see their facilities. We got to meet a lot of their experts as well as network with other founders who won the prize this year and years past. And then it all kind of culminated last year at, or this year at Global Pet Expo. Um, we all, all of the winners did a pitch. And um, at the end of the year, there's one grand prize winner. Unfortunately, we were not the grand prize winner, but we were in very good company. 
And um, yeah, it's just, it was a great opportunity for us to learn more from experts in the field, as well as um, get a lot of great PR. <laughs> uh, so we, you know, it was pretty notable that we won the prize. We were really happy to accept it. Um, and, you know, Purina just recognizes companies every year on innovation. It's very, you know, a big company like Purina, they move, a, they move a little slow. They have a lot of hoops to jump through. They do a lot of R&D, but smaller companies, you know, they recognize that small companies are also the future of the pet industry. And so they just want to continue to support that innovation and they do meetings. Um, so all founders can come together. We can network. They have a number of investors that are verified. So we have access to their investor network. And so it's really a great, um, a great community to be in. Definitely. And I've had the experience of being able to listen to some of the pitches at Global in the past. And yeah. It's always fun to see what's happening in the industry. Yeah, definitely. Um, good way to make new friends too. It is. And then tell us about what happened with Leap Venture Studio. Yeah, so Leap Venture Studio is the only pet accelerator program in the world. And it is put on by Mars Pet Care, as well as Michelson Found Animals and the advertising company RGA. And so the, it's really um, kind of a, an offshoot of Mars where each year they select between five and six companies around the world. Um, and those five or six companies attend a three month long accelerator program where we get to network and work with honestly, like the best, smartest minds in, in pet care and nutrition in marketing in investing. And we really get to accelerate our company's growth. And then it, that culminates in a five minute pitch that we have been doing virtually for the past few years, just due to COVID. And um, in addition, if you are accepted into the accelerator, you do get a, a healthy investment from the studio. And so we do have um, Mars Pet Care as, as one of our early investors in Bright Planet. So it's really wonderful that this year we were recognized by the two largest pet care companies in the world um, and that they're excited about what we're doing and that they support us. It's been, um, it's been a really fun year so far. I bet. So is Shark Tank next? <laughs> you never know. Um, <laughs> we've, we've applied a few times. We haven't gotten on yet, but I think, you know, we just really want to introduce Bright Planet to more people. And that certainly would be a great platform, but even without Shark Tank, you know, Customers will be able to find us on social media. They can find us in store. They can find us online. So one way or another, you know, we will um, get our message out there. Absolutely. And you're definitely doing that and all of the right things. And I think some of the opportunities that the organization has had through these programs with Purina and Leap Venture Studio, you didn't know you weren't done going to school, right? Yeah, no, especially being a, being a startup founder. Um, and being an accelerator, it really is like going back to school and learning how to run a business, how, how to be a founder, because I've always been in sales and there are so many other elements of running a business that I've had to learn. Like I had to learn how to run payroll. 
I've never run payroll in my whole life. You know, we've, I've had to learn so many different things, which is exciting. It definitely keeps things fresh, but it's just a whole different education. So it's been nice that we've had these programs that have been able to help along the way, as well as um, there's a startup competition that is every year in Minnesota called the Minnesota Cup. And so that's a competition for any Minnesota entrepreneur whose business is under a million dollars in revenue. And so through that competition, you develop your business plan, you work on your pitch deck, you do your video, you present your present your company and you have two mentors along the way to guide you. And so last year we did the Minnesota Cup um, and it was a really great exercise. Um, we also won uh, a prize that was called the Green and Sustainable Chemistry Prize. Um, so we won a nice little cash prize from that. And this year we're participating in the Minnesota Cup again um, and have two excellent mentors as we did last year. So it just kind of gives, as the, the busy days being a founder, you know, doing things like that kind of allow me to step back and think about, you know, what are the fundamentals of the company? What's our mission? What are our goals? Where are we going and how are we going to get there? So, um, yeah, we've been able to do a lot of, a lot of outside work and have had a lot of great mentors along the way. Yeah. Sometimes you have to work, um, on your business, not just in your business, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes, I know how that goes. Well, I can't thank you enough, Catherine, um, for joining us today. We've been talking with Catherine Ellison. She is the founder and the CEO of Bright Planet Pet. You can find them at brightplanetpet.com, as well as I'm sure all over social media. And um, their products are available on Chewy, Amazon, at your favorite stores in Canada and in the United States. And you can buy their product also on their website. Um, if you can't find it anywhere else because you live in East Jabru. Um, <laughs> but we thank you again, Catherine, for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Peggy, for having me. And this was really fun. Um, any final thoughts you want to leave with our listeners today? Just, you know, every day, just give your dogs a, and cats a little kiss. They just mean the world to us. And if you want to try a new treat, try Bright Planet and see if they like it. Um, I would almost guarantee it that they will. And we'd love to hear, you know, how the dogs are enjoying our treats. Yeah. So uh, write some comments and uh, give your good, good posts to uh, Catherine and her company. Well, you've been listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. My name is Peggy Hoyt. You know my personal motto. It is until there are none, please adopt one. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all over the place, uh, All My Children Wear Fur Coats. And until next time, happy tales. Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet. We want to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. Get more information about creating a legacy for your pet at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Buy a copy of All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet on Amazon. Join our email list or make a donation. Pet professionals and advisors are invited to join our trusted advisor network. Until next time, happy tales!